Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The 2021 MLB season is here, and although the seats may not be full, your bankroll has the chance to be. Ray Hoops Peterson has you covered for every game, every day this season, along with comprehensive analysis and angles for getting to the window while celebrating the walk-off winners and blown saves of what will be a wild season. Now it is time for the Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson. Warmer, friendly, low. Welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. Got a great podcast for you in the second segment. Our good friend Danny Burke of the Vegas Ads and Information Network is going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at the series as a whole. We're also going to be diving a little bit into Game 1 as we know that it's going to be Charlie Morton against Framber Valdez. We're going to be hitting on some things that could prove to be very profitable, whether or not you should be taking a look at some first fives, the way that you want to be playing some of these matchups, what he winds up thinking is going to happen with the series. Going to talk a little bit about the series price as well. So pretty much getting the World Series covered on all different angles, like game by game, a little bit of a series perspective. So Danny's going to be providing that and so much more. Does a terrific job over there with the show. Rush Hour, which you're able to hear Monday through Friday. Also now doing the VSIN CityCast for the city of Chicago. It's something that VSIN is doing with all these various cities. You've got cities like Chicago, Detroit, Los Angeles, Philadelphia. So something fun that is going down and it is always fun to get Danny on the podcast. And then in the final segment, going to give you guys a sign total and some analysis on game one of the World Series in a little something like call touch them all. First things first, always love to be able to answer your Twitter questions on this podcast. If you got one or two ways to go far those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at gunit underscore 81. Keep in mind letters M. They mean does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. And the other way is find an Apple podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, 
regards, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you're able to find whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Find that five-star review. Did not wind up getting in any Twitter questions today, and we've got you covered on so many different ways to be able to bet this World Series. So we're going to leave this first segment a little bit shorter and just dive into the chat with Danny Burke on the other side, right here on the Baseball Betting Podcast with myself, Dave Peterson. Greg is calling in a pinch hitter from the Overtime Network Hotline. Greg, you're going to be Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. It is great to be joined by our guest as this man does the show Rush Hour every Monday through Friday over there at the Vegas Sets and Information Network as it is Danny Burke joining me on the podcast. To be able to hear Rush Hour, that is 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time every Monday through Friday if you're out here on the West Coast. That is 3 to 4 if you're out there on the East Coast. That is 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. He also does the Chicago City Cast. That is a part of what we over here at VSIN are doing with regards to just a whole bunch of city-based podcasts when it comes to taking a look at teams. He holds it down for the great city of Chicago. Also does the show Bet on Chicago at 8.90 a.m. That is every Saturday evening as it is Danny Burke joining me on the podcast. And to be able to follow him on Twitter. That is at his name, Danny Burke, and then the number five and Danny. Great to have you aboard. Thank you. Greg, my man, thanks for having me. We're dwindling down here in this baseball season. But look, it's an interesting World Series, not necessarily because the Astros are there, but how about these Braves, Greg? I mean, I was kind of comparing them on my show Rush Hour to, you know, they're kind of like the San Francisco Giants of the postseason. I feel like everybody kept doubting them and didn't think they'd make it this far and wouldn't have this continued success. But here they are, and now we got a heck of a series to look forward to. Yes, we do. And if you're looking at the series price on the Braves, that's anywhere between about a plus 120 to a plus 130, depending on where you're looking. I do think that ultimately the value is on the Astros. I think that they're going to be able to pull it off for the World Series, but I think that there's going to be some good game-by-game betting opportunities on the Atlanta Braves, and I certainly think, regardless of if it's the Braves or the Astros that wind up winning it, we're going to get at least six games in this series. I think that these two teams do match up relatively well, and I think it's going to be relatively evenly matched. I think you make a good point with what you started out with, Greg, in that, you know, even though the Astros are the chalk in this spot, I truly think they are the right play. And I know I feel like literally everybody is saying that same thing, but the Astros have just proven us that they are the most consistent dominant team this whole season. I mean, they really haven't faltered in any sense. And it's just so tough to think that to start out the series, they would drop a game one or even the second game against this Braves team that has been gritty. And especially with Valdez taking the bump, Greg, I mean, this dude's been an absolute beast so far this postseason. I mean, look at what he did on the road against the Red Sox. Eight innings pitched, three hits, just one earned run. He has been consistent and stepped up when they've needed him to. So to think that you can get him at a relatively lower price, minus a buck 30 than the series price, obviously it's completely different because you have many more games. But I, you talk about a game-to-game basis. I think that might be my approach as opposed to laying a bigger number with the Astros. And I get it. If my assumption is, hey, Astros are going to win game one, maybe game two, then the chance to get at the series price would be sooner rather than later but I'm just really not in love with the idea of laying upwards to minus 150 for the Astros to win the series even though I do think it's the right play but my approach might just be the game-to-game type of betting outlook of it Greg kind of as you mentioned and I do think there's going to be good spots for Atlanta but to begin with I really think the Astros how they've been at home might be the right move right out of the gates. Take a look at the Atlanta Braves in this game one it's going to be Charlie Morton going up against Framber Valdez and 
I think that there's some good value on Charlie Morton. I was willing to take the Braves at anything pretty much above a plus 115. We're seeing them in a lot of spots, a plus 120, seeing as good as a plus 122 out here at Circa. And I think that this is one that favors the Atlanta Braves just because Charlie Morton has been so good on the road. His ERA is a half a point lower on the road than it is at home. He has a little bit of experience pitching in postseason games with and against the Houston Astros. So you've got that going on as well. And I think that this could be a spot in which if you like the Astros to be able to win the World Series like I do, perhaps you wait after game one and then you wind up jumping in on that series price if they do wind up going down 0-1. Ooh, okay. All right. So we're button heads a little bit here, Greg. I never like to be on the opposite side as you. But, you know, again, like to me, it's just right now with this momentum the Astros have had, and we talk about momentum, Atlanta certainly has a bunch of it. And I get any argument for wanting to look at value here, but it's just hard for me to want to bet against the Astros in game one at home. Is it going to shock me if they falter and drop this game? Absolutely not. Again, the Braves have been really great this postseason. I just got a little bit more confidence in their bats at home in this game, going against Morton more so than I do with the Braves going against the lefty and Valdez. But you're right. I mean, like you talk about, if you do like the Astros for this series and you're a little bit 50-50 on whether you should bet them, if you kind of like the Braves in this game one, wait, have patience. Because what's also a great tool from us for handicappers wise is waiting and getting the better numbers based on a game-to-game basis. If you kind of map this out and envision how this series is going to go, then that's how you can attack betting it from a series price standpoint. I'm right there with you. There always is just a wide variety of ways to be able to extract some value from the betting market, whether that be for the series, for the game, what have you, as we do have Danny Burke joining me on the podcast. And Danny, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what we wind up getting from a totals perspective as well, because we saw it in the Championship League series between the National League and the American League. Nine out of those 12 games wound up going over the total line. I think that we're going to see quite a few runs in this game. And if I'm taking a look at an under, it probably is going to be for game one. You mentioned the Astros bats and they've been white on the Atlanta Braves. They had Eddie Rosario go off for 14 hits in six games in the NLCS. That is tied for the most hits of any player in any playoff series in the history of baseball. And all those other guys needed seven games. He only needed six. But I take a look at both of these guys, Morton and Valdez. Valdez coming off of an eight-inning performance, the longest we have seen in the postseason. I mentioned everything with Charlie Morton, how good he's been on the road all season long. And I feel like this could be the game in which the bets wind up getting held down a little bit more. And then when they wind up getting into some of the lesser starters, when they wind up getting into these bullpens, then you wind up seeing runs of plenty towards the back half of this series. Yeah, and I would almost take it even a little bit at a different angle because personally what I like to do if I'm betting unders, Greg, is just doing the first five. I don't think I've bet in a full game under this whole season because of the extra innings rule and because of the lack of trust I have in these bullpens. So if that was my kind of way of approaching this, I would do the first five under if you can get about a four and a half. As at this point, it's shaded pretty heavily, at least when I'm looking at Bet Rivers, about minus 134. So it's a little bit too steep for me to want to lay, and that kind of draws my attentions to the first inning. Yes or no, is there going to be a run? But with these high-powered offenses, I wouldn't be rushing to lay the no for that either. But at the same time, look, Greg, it's game one, right? I mean, you're throwing out your aces out there as of this point. Everybody's a little bit nervous. Everybody's kind of maybe timid because of how big the stage is now for the World Series. And you're just not playing as loose. And maybe that could be negative in terms of the pitching. But more often than not, I feel like you get these slower starts. And eight and a half is not too low. If it's at eight, I really wouldn't entertain the thought of it. But if you're getting that hook, I would certainly lean under more than I would go over for game one to start this World Series. I think at some points we're going to get 
pretty high scoring games, maybe when it comes to about game two and then the first game back in Atlanta, uh, something like that. I think they're going to be really high scoring games because of the talent that we have hitting wise. But to start things out, I certainly gravitate more toward this being a lower scoring affair. And you mentioned liking taking the first five under a little bit more than the full game. And I do think that the managerial matchup that we wind up having is going to lend itself a little bit more to a first five because we've seen it with so many of these managers during the postseason that they've gotten a little bit too cute for their own good bringing out like Julio Rios in game two like Dave Roberts wound up doing I have no idea what he was thinking but (laughs) for some reason he threw Julio Rios out there and probably cost the Dodgers a chance at a World Series because of that move but you take a look at these two guys in snicker along with dusty baker i feel like they've been keeping it the most status quo out of the managers in this world series and if you are going to see managers winding up riding out their stars these are the two guys that you probably want to be trusting in rather than if you would have gotten something like brewers versus rays where you could try to extract the bullpens out of it as much as possible but there would be absolutely no guarantee whatsoever that any of those stars would be going more than like three innings with just the makeup of those teams and the way that they are managed in the postseason. Oh, for sure. You're right. I mean, it totally matters on the situation in the team and just how deep the bullpens are. And it's not like either of these bullpens have been insanely impressive or anything, especially at this stage and moment in the postseason to make me want to trust in the full game. And everything's just completely different too, Greg, right? I mean, like the strategies are completely different when you make it to this part of the season. I mean, you know, even in any series in the postseason, you just don't have as much reliability and I guess predictability of what these managers are going to do, how soon they're going to go to their bullpen, how soon they're going to take out some of their ace pitchers, especially at the beginning of these series, looking forward and further along to how they can use them later on. So that's why it's so tricky to me to really put my hard-earned money on the fact that these guys can be relied upon in the latter half of this game. So I think you get more of an understanding and a knowledge of what you can expect at the first half of it. So that's why it's always been my approach this season, but honestly, even more in the postseason. That's a bet I think I might have done once or twice, even with the Astros and Red Sox, because the total was getting so out of hand that I was like, all right, maybe let me jump in on the first five under because their bats have come alive a little bit more in the second half of these games. And that, you know, came to fruition. So I really think that's the best approach, especially now at this center stage with the unknowing I don't know, just strategies the managers are going to do because a lot of times our frustrations lie with the managers. And I see you, you know, scratching your head a lot, Greg, when you're tweeting out, like, why is this guy pulling so-and-so out? Like, what are you doing? And you can only do so much yelling from your couch. But if you kind of try to avoid that early on by betting the beginning of the game, you can kind of help soften that blow. I'm right there with you. I do think that it's going to be really interesting to just play every single one of these games because we're probably at some point going to be seeing a bullpen game from the Houston Astros as well. And that's going to make things very hairy because, as we know, Lance McCullers Jr. is going to be out of the fold. I know that the Atlanta Braves wound up having to throw out their bullpen game in the NLCS. That one's going to be fascinating as well. So I feel like every single one of these games is going to have its own ebbs and flows as we do have Danny Burke joining me on the podcast. And I think that it's just really important to be taking a look at some of these advanced splits as well because I do think that there's going to be some good in-game opportunities because we saw it in the last series, Luke Jackson and the way that 
He was just unable to get the job done, to say the least, against the L.A. Dodgers. That was something that you wanted to take a look at. And they mentioned it with Charlie Morton, the fact that he's been a little bit better on the road than he has been at home. And I think that that's going to be very important to see how someone like a Luis Garcia, who has been so much better at home versus on the road, winds up getting utilized by the Houston Astros. The list goes on and on. So I feel like there's just so many different things that you're able to take a look at. And just utilizing these different angles to your advantage, I think is going to make this a profitable World Series for many involved. Oh, without a doubt. And I think things are going to get really interesting once this series goes back to Atlanta too, Greg, because it'll be important to keep an eye on how this market shifts depending on how these first couple of games go, right? I mean, are the Astros coming right out of the gates and just dominating like they have been in a lot of other instances? Or are the Braves still catching this momentum that they've had this whole postseason and keeping it close and or winning against the Astros? Because if it's the former, meaning that the Astros take care of business, I wonder how much value you're going to get with Atlanta at home and just what that pitching matchup might end up stacking up to be. So I think that's what you also have to consider is, hey, where would I maybe make this price now with the predictability of this pitching matchup looking forward? And based on what happens, how much do I think it should change, if at all? So maybe look forward, if you're trying to do that game-by-game basis, set a number kind of in the back of your head or a range of where you think it should be. And if you're getting a lot better value on whatever you thought it was going to be before the series, then you can know whether it's a valuable bet to jump in on or not. And I know some things change. Injuries can happen. Any kind of crazy outliers can certainly alter this. But I think that's kind of a sound strategy when you're coming down to these series. Have just a set expectation in your mind for how it should go down based on this pitching matchup. And that'll help you kind of formulate what may be worth a bet and which one may be, hey, you look for in-game or you let it play it out or you just look for other opportunities and trying to make a buck for this World Series matchup. I think that that's very sound advice that you give Danny and Danny, the two teams that we've got in the World Series. They enter very hot, the Atlanta Braves. No question, ever since the beginning of the month of August, they've been able to get the job done, the Astros. They've won three straight games. There's only one person slash team that is hotter than these two right now. That'd be you. You're doing absolutely terrific work over there at the Vegas Ads and Information Network. You do the show Rush Hour every Monday through Friday. You do the CityCast for Chicago over there with Bet Rivers, a nice little thing that we're doing over there at Beeson. You do, got the show Bet on Chicago during the weekends as well. You're a man that does a little bit of everything and does so all so well. And I know that you're going to be following this World Series, getting people prepared on a week-in, a week-out basis for all forms of football and so much more as well. So let the good people at home know how they're able to follow you on social media and just everything that you've got going on in general. Yeah, like you said, you could get in touch with me on Twitter at Danny Burke 5 We're doing the city cast in a lot of major cities with Bet Rivers. So personally, I'm doing the Chicago one. We get you squared away with the local betting content for all Chicago sports. Or you could really just tune in to hear me rant and scream and complain about all my favorite teams, except for the Bulls who are looking somewhat decent, Greg. But aside from that, you could hear me complain about the Bears, my alma mater, Nebraska, and much more. The Blackhawks also up to a tough start. But it's entertaining nevertheless. So that's five episodes a week wherever you subscribe to your podcast for the Chicago City Cast. Also, like you said, Bet on Chicago, a couple hours that goes out on 890 AM, an affiliate radio station here in the Windy City. And then my main program, Rush Hour, on v 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time. We do that one live out of the Bet River Sportsbook. 
All the outlets VEASAN is typically on. Plus, if you're in the Chicagoland area, you can get it on the Marquee Sports Network, too. We certainly go a lot more nationally on that show, but trying to get you covered for all the major sports with all the major teams. I'm surprised that Danny is currently not a Packers fan because they have the owner of the Chicago Bears (laughs) on their roster, Aaron Rodgers. I had to get that dig in there. Uh, Just still so hilarious. Look, even, you know, Greg, you know, I just objectively that was just like yeah like I was like you deserve to do that I'm not mad in the slightest I only tip my cap to respect because I want more of that so we can get change in this organization from the top down so I only applaud him for doing that yeah needless to say the two managers are going to be taking part in the World Series doing a little bit of a better job than Matt Nagy is with the Chicago Bears I think that I could say that with a whole lot of confidence and something else I could say with confidence Danny doing absolutely terrific work over there with BC and all the work that he's got going on. Absolutely spectacular. And it's always great to get Danny on this podcast. So big thanks for joining me right here on the Baseball Betting Podcast. And coming up next, this is the time of the podcast to give you a signed total for game one of the World Series and a little something like to call Touch Them All. Welcome back to the Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson as we're off to a quality start. And now it's time to walk it off in a grand fashion. And we're back here in Love you, Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. Always a pleasure to be joined by Danny Burke of VEASAN. Doing a terrific job over there with the show Rush Hour. He does that from the great state of Illinois. He's doing the CityCast for the city of Chicago as well. And he always brings it whenever he joins this podcast. So big thanks to him. Now it is that time of the podcast I give you picks and analysis on game one of the World Series in a little something you like to call Touch Em All. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. Very unlikely that this is going to happen, but do note that any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter feed at JRNS41. Only way we're really going to be getting any changes is if we wind up seeing a starting pitching change, which you never know. We wound up seeing it with Max Scherzer a few years ago, but certainly I don't think that we're going to see anything quantum here as we do go to 951-952 on the betting board and something else I love about the World Series. Really hard to screw up rotation order when you've got one game as it is the Atlanta Braves on the road facing off against the Houston Astros as Framber Valdez is going to be going for the Strohs and Mr. Charlie Morton is going to be going for the Braves and the Braves are finding themselves as underdogs as good as a plus 125 as bad as a plus 117 and if you're taking a look at the Astros you're going to be finding them as low as a minus 127 favorite as high as a minus 145 8-8.5 is your total on the 8.5 under is use of minus 120 and the over is even on the 8 the over is anywhere between minus 115 and minus 120 the under is anywhere between even minus 105 my near post play is going to be the under I really like both of these starting pitchers you take look at Charlie Morton. I was mentioning it a little bit earlier with our good buddy Danny Burke. Between the regular season and the postseason, he's got a ERA that's about a half a point lower on the road than it is at home during the regular season. It's about a 306 if you combine the regular season and the postseason. More around a 315 in 99 and third innings on the road between the regular and postseason. It's only given up six home runs now. Walks have been a little bit of an issue for him. The last start that he wanted making against the Dodgers. He wound up having four walks in the first inning. That was an abnormality. He had yet to give up more than four walks in a start all season. Meanwhile, you take a look at Framber Valdez, and this is someone that is going to give up the free pass. You take a look at him all in all for the season, and he's giving up right around 4.4, 4.5-ish walks per nine innings. Has actually been a little bit less effective at home than he has been on the road. 3.45 OMERA, 288 road ERA, but you take a look at what he was able to do in that postseason start against the Boston Red Sox. He went eight innings. He is the 
only pitcher this postseason to provide a start of at least eight innings. So that is something that's very important. And for the Atlanta Braves, I mentioned it. How about what we've been able to get out of Eddie Rosario? 14 hits in that championship league series. And aside for the most hits in a playoff series in the history of baseball. And they've been playing baseball for quite a while. And all those other guys that got 14 hits, they did so in seven games. So he certainly is white out. You've got Austin Riley who's had a pair of home runs this postseason. you got a trio of guys with a trio of home runs. Rosario, who I mentioned a little bit earlier, Freddie Freeman, and it's been Jocktober, Jock Peterson, but he has cooled down a little bit as well. You take a look at some of these other guys. Austin Riley's hitting about a 250 this postseason. Ozzy Albies has yet to go deep, but he's been able to do a relatively okay job of being able to get aboard, but the Braves haven't necessarily been drawing a lot of walks. Astros, meanwhile, they have scored at least five runs in 12 out of their 13 games so far this month. You take a look at what you've been able to get out of your on Alvarez. He had 12 hits in that six-game series against the Boston Red Sox. If he would have had a seventh game, who knows? He might have been able to get to that 14-hit plateau as well. You take a look at Michael Brantley. He's hitting above a 300 this postseason along with Yoli Gurriel. Carlos Correa has been able to do a nice job as well for Kyle Tucker. He's already got four home runs and 15 RBI in the 10 postseason games that he's played in, so he's been able to do a really good job. You know that Jose Altuve is going to be up to the task as well. He's got a trio of home runs this postseason. He's been able to do a nice job of being able to draw some walks then you take a look at both of these bullpens and I do give the bullpen edge to the inliner Braves. He wound up seeing Tyler Mazik in that crucial game six against the LA Dodgers come up with two scoreless innings. He wound up inheriting men on second and third, held them both on. That was very impressive. Luke Jackson. It's been a little bit of a hot mess, but during the regular season, he had right around a two-ish ERA, so I think that he's going to be able to find himself in this postseason. AJ Minter has been pitching very well. Jesse Chavez is able to give you a little bit of something. Will Smith gets shaky with it, but typically he's able to get the job done in the ninth inning. And then you take a look at the Astros. If needed, Christian Avier along. Jake Odorizzi are able to give you some length. Ryan Presley is someone that has impressed me out of the bullpen. He and Kendall Grayman, both a sub-2-5 ERA between the regular and postseason. Ryan Stanek is someone that could be a little bit up and down, but you take a look at what he's been able to do this postseason, and he's been relatively solid as well. Did wind up giving up a home run earlier in that Boston Red Sox series, but by and large, has been able to give this team a little bit of something. Phil Maton wound up having a really rough start to begin the year, but here in the postseason, he too has been able to lend some good relief as well. I think both of these bullpens are going to be up to the task, and I think we're going to see a lot of scoring in this series in general, but I think that both of these starting pitchers are going to be able to flourish. Charlie Morton is a guy that has been in some big spots, both for and against the Houston Astros in the postseason. I think he's going to stick it to his old team. as well and take the Atlanta Braves at anything pretty much of a plus 115 or greater. We have certainly gotten there, and with this total, wind up setting it at a 7.4, so I'm going to be taking this total under. That is the New York Post play of the day, and I'm going to be riding with the Atlanta Braves on the money line, and that will wrap things up for the Baseball Betting Podcast on this two a big thanks to Danny Burke of VEASAN for joining me in the last segment. If you like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson, you're able to subscribe wherever you hear podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you have one of two ways to be able to this in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at gn underscore one Keep in mind, letters EM. Maybe it does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. And the other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you're able to fire whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. Coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season, which means coming at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in.